You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. It's time for episode 409 of Geekiest Show Ever, Holiday Edition. Holiday Edition is right. Kind of excited about this. I know you've worked. We've worked hard for this version. We've worked hard for this episode, I would say, because you and I have been. We just said we were. We've been hemorrhaging money. We've been. This is what happens when two geeks buy a new house around the same time (laughs) and start decorating it and and making that a house a home. This is this is going to be today's episode is going to be the result of of that uh, adventure for the past year. Mm Hmm. Where do you want to start? Last week, last episode, I should say, we were talking about the strip lights that I bought. Yes. The Govi RGBICW LED strip light set. They're still on Amazon for about $60. And let me go look at something. I thought I saw a coupon. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that, that model number. So it's red, green, blue. What is the IC and the W is white? What is the IC? Indigo, Incandescent? cyan, and white. Oh, interesting. Indigo, cyan, kind of, and white. Hmm. I, th- okay. I think that's what that means. Okay, so right now it is $60, which is what I paid for it. A lot of times, though, they'll go up to $99, but then put a $40 coupon on, so basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one has a 5%. Oh, but if you if you get two things, that's actually pretty good because some somebody might want to use these for... I guess lights around the house and you might want to get two of them at the same time. But I did watch it. Oh, you know what? Right now, this is a, this must be like a, one it's a of lightning those deal. sales. Yeah. yeah, it's a lightning deal as we record. But like right. I said, it goes back to regular price at $99 and they have a $40 coupon. So you're going to go back to the $60. Yeah, this is one of those ones so. you're going to want to put in your cart and like keep an eye on it. Or, or if, yeah. like I was going to say, use honey and then put it in your drop list. And then it'll email you when they go on sale again. Um, but I just did see it flash. And so this is the best price right now as as the yeah. time we record. But that's just to say that they do go on sale from time to time. So, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a Govi in the future. Um, I'm still recovering from <laughs> the other house projects. <laughs> but that's to say that, Elisa, you have created a monster. I can see how this would be really kind of addicting to just put lights everywhere because we were just talking about this pre-recording, but to let the listeners know that. So Elisa puts up her light set and then Nate and I were looking through our, our stuff. We wanted to put, it started with, we wanted to put uh, the light strip around the back of the TV and I had a set, but it was for the old TV. So now we got this big TV there wasn't enough light strip to go around. I was like, okay, what are we going to do with these? And I'm looking around. I'm like, where are we going to put these? Where am I going to put these? And I don't know what struck me. It had something to do with you putting them in your, you had them in both your, your basement and your sunroom so far, right? So far. Correct. So far. <laughs> and I don't know what, why, but it had something to do with that. I'm like, where else could I put these? That wouldn't be, you know, I, I only had so many feet of them and I'm looking in the kitchen and I'm like, hmm. We have crown molding up there on the top of the, you know, there's a little bit of space between the ceiling and the cabinetry. And then we have this nice looking crown molding. And that was a bear to put up. We installed all of that ourselves. Um, My brother-in-law helped us out. He did most of it. It was amazing. And I thought, 
is do we have enough? So, you know, there we are, probably like you and Tom, Nate and I are standing there holding this reel of LED strip lights and we're like, do we have enough? And I, I held it at one side and he held it at the other side. And then I had another reel to put on the separate cabinet. I was like, I think we have enough. I think we could do this. So I got up on top of the countertops and I'm standing up there and I'm I'm starting to clean the, the cabinetry because, you know, you cook and you get oils and stuff and I'm wiping it down. And it was one of those things where normally like Nate and I are Capricorns and we like we plan everything to death to the point where sometimes projects die because we just get stuck in the planning phase. And this was not that amazingly enough we actually decided to just go for it you know and we were like well should we should we dry fit it and like see you know what it's going to look like because we kind of sort of tried to just a little bit we turned him on and he was like i think we should just go for it i'm like i think you're right we should just go for it we were just too excited so i'm up there standing on top of my cabinetry and i'm texting elisa i'm like look at look at what you made me do <laughs> yep <laughs> the monster i created uh-huh. yeah so i i knew you were going to be giggling at that so yeah but the this is all to say that oh Oh, we are just so happy with the way it turned out. We have one more cabinet that's like standalone cabinet that's not connected to the rest because it's on the other side of the the window that's above the sink. So that's going to get its own you know strip light. But now since they went up so easily, all we had to do was, and this is just a tip for in case in case. I'm creating a monster <laughs> and you think, hmm, maybe I want to do this in my kitchen. First of all, I say totally go for it. It's a lot of fun. I really think you're going to like it, especially if you have the kind of cabinetry that I do where it's, you know, set apart away from. I imagine that some people's cabinets go straight up to their ceiling. So then you don't have this. What What are your cabinets like again? Do yours go straight mine up to like the ceiling? Mine are like yours. Nope. Mine are like oh. yours. My previous house, they went straight oh. up to the ceiling. On this house, I have that room between the top of the cabinet. Yeah. And the ceiling, I'm not going to put it in the kitchen that way. I was um, going to say, in other words, yeah. I know what the next room is that you're going to do. Are you sure? No. N- yeah. No, we're not going to do it. We have <laughs> under cabinet lighting, but okay. that's just regular light lights. Yeah. Okay. And those are battery that operated. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. So for anybody who's listening, if you decide that you want to do lighting above your cabinets to shine up to the ceiling, uh, I would say go for it. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll really like the way that it turns out. One of the my concerns at the time was, well, you know, there's, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And uh, there's there's little spots where, you know, my husband tried really, really hard. I can't get up there. I'm just too, too, too darn short. I just cannot reach even with an extension pole. I, I can't do it. So he had to get up there and try to do the edging where the ceiling like the ceilings one color the ceilings white. And then our walls are a light green color. And it's uh, and we painted over a color that was much darker than that. It was like a brownish color, and so there's a couple little you know imperfect areas where you can see it. And I was afraid that the lights were going to magnify that, but surprisingly they don't. So I'm really happy with that. We also put some nice decorative uh, glasses. We have some he has some beer glasses that he collected from Germany, and we put them so that the lights are shining you know, up through the bottom of the glass. And that that looks really cool. So I say go for it. But this is a tip, um, because it is in a kitchen, where you're cooking and oils are going to just, you know, get aerosolized into the air. Uh, what we did is we used some simple green, which is like a degreaser to really clean the, the edge of the wood off. And then we also followed that up with some rubbing alcohol. And that's what made the lights really stick really, really well, because I was trying to dry fit it with a little bit of tacky, you know, that putty tacky stuff for posters. And it just was not, it was not staying. It just kept rolling up on itself. So, so I definitely recommend doing a thorough cleaning, uh, you know, when are you ever going to go up there again to, to clean again? And we would definitely do it for the strip lights. And that really, really worked out. 
So yeah, that's a uh, LED lights. That's that's our first uh, our first uh, gift but item. Do your research with the strip lights because yes. I believe I mentioned this last episode. Yes, these cost a little less money, but you cannot cut them because if you do, they're dead. Right, and you can't add on via Bluetooth. Where the more expensive ones, you can cut. And if you need to, of course, once you cut it, that portion that's cut is dead. But at least the, the main part will still work. If you want to add on, whether it's adding on to the end of the first strip, or like you had said, adding on to a cabinet in a different part of your kitchen, you can just Bluetooth it. Mm-hmm. So look look into that. The other thing you might want to do is depending on... One, the original piece has to be plugged in. There's no getting around that. You have to plug it into an outlet. Yes. You might want to find out from an electrician how much it would cost to put an outlet up above your cabinet so that you don't have the dangling wiring coming down. So we were actually, so let me go the other direction. So we have cheap lights that I didn't do a whole lot of research on. These were just kind of your standard variety. They don't, um, they're not Wi-Fi. They're not Bluetooth. They have a dinky little remote. So what I do is I keep the remote control on top of the refrigerator and I tell all of the family, like, there will be severe consequences if you move this remote. It has to stay here. I'm probably going to end up putting like a piece of Velcro or a magnet or something on it so that it does stay there. But uh, so a couple little hacks that I can do with this that I'm planning on doing that this weekend uh, with this cheapy light light strip. Again, this was something, like I said, we didn't do a whole lot of planning because otherwise we plan to death and then it never happens. And so this was the only way this was going to happen. So we had this this set of lights. They're not super expensive. Like I said, they're just kind of very basic. But what I do plan on doing is, so what we used was a, we used an extension cord, not a long one, just a short one, just enough so... Um, if you have, if your cabinets are like mine or anybody who's considering doing this, we have corner cabinets. And so what ends up happening is there's a triangular shape of open space in the back where it kind of, how do I describe it? On, I know what on you're the talking corner, about. You know what I mean? Like the, there there's, are corner empty, cabinets. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't come to a 90 degree angle at the back of exactly. the cabinet. Right. So there's space behind there. So when you get up on top of your, of your countertops, and if you have to do that, I mean, I cheated. Otherwise, probably the best way to do it would be to use a, an actual proper ladder for it. Uh, so don't follow my all my instructions when it comes to that. Be safe about this. Do try this at home, but but be very safe about it. Uh, so there is a, a little bit of a space where you can drop an extension cable down. And then we dropped it down from the top so that we could plug it into the outlet right there. And then we strung it over and across the tops of the cabinets, you know, way in the back where you can't see it. It's just, it's high up enough that, that you can't see it. And so I plugged the, the, I guess it's an, an AC adapter. I plugged that into the extension card, but I think what I'm going to do this weekend is I have one of those, which is also on our geekiest gift guide, a smart plug. And I'm going to plug that in and I'm going to try it out. I think it'll work because I think it's just a matter of powering them on and off. Because if you unplug them from the wall, they turn off. If you plug them back in, they turn on. So it should work. So again, do your research, do that test first. If that is the case, then you should be able to do what I'm about to do, which is to plug them into a smart plug. And then that way I will be able to control them from my phone or my watch because I'll be able to add it to HomeKit or use the smart 
I think it's just called the smart home app. So then I will be able to maybe even talk to them too. I might be able to say, hey, S lady, turn off the kitchen and that'll turn off the wax melt and the lights all in one fell swoop. That would be really, really cool. So that's going to be my goal. Uh, so that's what we did. So yeah, I mean, you might you might want to uh, talk to an electrician about putting an outlet up there. But like I said, it might not be necessary depending on how your cabinets are installed. So if you have cabinets like me, you probably won't need an electrician. And you can just mm-hmm. plug an Emma up there and use a smart plug and go the cheap way. Then that way, then that way, you know, if it's not something that you want to invest a whole lot of money into, you can still do it. And then if you really, really like them, and you want extra features, like in your case, because these are just they're either just colors, they do the strobing, and they do the fading and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they do turn like one color into the other. But I can't do like yours do where I can do, you know, pink, purple, green, pink, purple, green, you know, I can't do that with them. They're just one color. Your lights are similar to the ones I have in the basement. It just has a little mm-hmm. remote control. I can go blue, yep. yellow, green, orange, red. Mm-hmm. That's really about it. But that's okay. Yeah. It's and still brightness fun. and still, dark. Yeah. Yes. It's fun. You can make it as 100% brightness or 50% brightness. So it's fun. With the Govi strip light, I don't think I can add it in through the S Lady, but I already set it up through the A Lady, which yeah, was super cool. easy. And you just do it through the A Lady app. And uh-huh. it, it's it's the coolest thing because I can just say, A Lady, turn uh-huh. on, you know, like like with the S Lady, you have to yep. be specific. Yep. So I went on and I say, turn on the strip lights and make them blue. And I just right. turned you, my head. You have and to I get your and, spells and incantations ready. And to I go. look and I see the lights are on and they're blue. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. So if you remember, I was complaining that with the Govi app, I couldn't find some of the things that they were showing on the website, like being able to change them to blue to yellow to green or something like that. So, th- so I don't know if it was user error or something changed. I'm not really sure, but. I went and I bought a Govi space heater. And that's on our list too. So just every, yes. everybody knows we're going to talk about these. We might start to go down the list, but just so you know, all of the links, we already have the show notes ready. All of these items that we're talking about for gift ideas for either yourself, your family, uh, they'll all be in the show notes. So don't stress mm-hmm. over trying to remember what everything is. So I'm, I'm, susceptible to gift ideas. Every year I watch the Mac Voices podcast when they do the holiday gift guide. And I always buy something like uh, my uh-huh. my Bluetooth cup here. But someone was talking about the Govi smart space heater. And I thought, that sounds interesting. So as this guest was talking about it, I'm looking it up on my phone going, oh yeah, this sounds like a good idea. We needed some sort of space heater in the sunroom. Yeah, because that's going to cold. Was right now, as we're recording, it's $50 with a lightning deal and has a $10 coupon. Nice. And I think I paid $50 for it. And it came the next day. When it came, Tom goes, didn't you just order that yesterday? I'm like, yes, I did. Magic. <laughs> but the thing that the thing that you would like about it is it has three different modes of heat so you've got basically high medium and low or you can use auto and with the app you can set it to be the temperature you want it to be if you want it to be 72 in the room it'll tell you well right now it's 62 and it will run until it reaches 72 degrees and then it turns itself off and then when the temperature drops below 72 it turns itself back on 
It will turn itself off after 24 hours. If you're the kind of person that walks away and forgets to turn it off, 24 hours later, it turns itself off. If it tips over, like in your case, you have a dog, a dog uh, runs into it or kids are playing and they knock it over, it turns itself off, which is nice. It also has a ring at the bottom that they call a nightlight that you can change to purple or pink or red, et cetera, nice. et cetera. Now, when I added this onto the app, which is super easy to do, I'm going to open the app. So this is made by Govi also. So you have mm-hmm. a Govi app. So now your strip yes. lights and your heater are in yep. the same app. That's mm-hmm. cool. And if I bought another Govi product, like they have a Govi tea kettle, if I were to buy that, that would show up in my app. One now, So now it says, for example, smart space heater, it's 69 degrees in that room right now. Then when I click on the sunroom lights, when I click on that, now all of a sudden it show, okay, it says that the device is off. So I'm going to freak out my husband and turn it on. Okay, so I just <laughs> turn it on and he's probably going, what, what? <laughs> now it's showing me the colors and the timer and all those things I couldn't oh. find. It just didn't seem to be there when I just had the lights. Because it might have been user error, but now it's all there. And they have got the coolest thing. And I think I sent this to you. They have something here called segmented and advanced. So I can go into advanced. I'm going to show this to Melissa. Can you see? Can yeah. You see oh, that so right? that's how you got it to do yeah, that. It's tedious. Uh-huh. I took, yeah. <laughs> they, it has a picture of each light in the app and then it has colors. And what I did is I made them red, white, blue, red, white, blue, red, white, blue, red, white, blue, all the way around. Then what I had it do is I had it twinkle. So when it twinkled, it kind of gets low and then it gets high again. When I had it do a gradient, it the red changed to more of a pinkish color. The white stayed white and the blue went to a purple. But oh, it does cool. it very slowly. That's and what then I want. it came back to red, white, and blue. And then All right. I was yeah, doing I guess things I'm have to like now. Damn it. <laughs> Halloween. And I said, Oh yeah. look, I can do, you know, red and green on Christmas. And on Valentine's Day I can do red, pink, and white. And then it, it has all these other pre Are these uh, outdoor made or are they just No, these indoor? are these are indoor. They do have that's outdoor what lights. I want for outdoor, yeah. And under the under the scenes, they have natural, which is a sunrise, sunset, a forest, a meteor. They have festivals, which is New Year's, Christmas, Halloween, fireworks, birthdays. They have life, which would be romantic, dating, uh, morning, afternoon, business, emotions, if you're happy, sad, quiet. You know, it's just um, unbelievable. And, and this is just the tip. There's certain things I still can't figure out, but I haven't given it the time to do this. And what happens is a lot of the stuff that you save on one app goes to the other. So if I saved a special color on the Govi lights, I would have access to it on the heater for the nightlight, which right now is purple in honor of Melissa. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so now <laughs> I'm going to turn them off. And, freak and, out husband's, husband. and husband's like, what is she doing? The one thing I do not like about this app and again, I'm going to show this to Melissa. All right. So do you see this right here? Yeah. Okay. So it has an on off, but you can't tell by looking at the app if it's on or off. Right. Yeah. You were explaining that last time. 
I don't like that. Yeah. Right to about it. Also, it. That's, that's a it also shows you on the sunroom lights that they are connected via Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. The heater is only through Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. But it does show that they're both connected to Alexa. Mm-hmm. Now, you said these are not Apple HomeKit compatible, No, right? they are not HomeKit compatible. But since they're Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, I wonder if they're compatible with... Well, I wonder if you can make a shortcut. You can. I just haven't done okay. that. Because that would make it... You can do can that. With yep. Siri. Yeah. It says right on the box that it is compatible with Google Home and Alexa. Uh-huh. Just those I, two. Yeah. I wonder if they're matter compatible. Like, are they matter? I do not believe they are. Yeah. Because there are sales right now as we record this. They might be over by the time people listen, but definitely go check them and see if there's any. I mean, because we're heading up to the holidays, so there's bound to be sales on and off, I imagine. And it comes quickly. Like I said, I ordered the space heater on Friday, and it came Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now, putting up those lights was challenging. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's definitely a project you're going to have to devote some hours to. But I will sure. s- I will sit out there in the sunroom and I just play. Mm-hmm. Tom's Tom's reading his book and I'm just playing. And the thing is, we had talked about buying a table lamp out there. We have the ceiling fan lamp and then we have the lamp that used to be the outside lamp. Uh-huh. Or I should, you know, like the little um you know, the bulb that goes on the outside of your house. Mm-hmm. That's in there too. But if you wanted to sit there and read or do something, it's still a little bit too dark. But if you put those lower head lights on and white, plenty of plenty of light. Mm-hmm. Nice. They do have outdoor lights. I'm looking at those right now. But I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna definitely have to do some research on this because that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to do that fade in and fade out that's really gradual. And I want to be able to, like right now, I would love to have alternating red and green. I think that would be really, really cool. And then of course for Halloween, I just, I want to be able to do different colors for different holidays. Yeah. I mean, they do have outdoor lights. These are permanent, which is not what we would want to do. Those are $300. Wow. Yeah. But they do have Wi-Fi outdoor LED strip lights for $80, but it depends on how Yeah, right it's now, 65 only, feet. My only disappointment is that it's not HomeKit compatible, because for that price, it really should be. That's but I wonder though. if there's a different app, because I wonder if there's something else that it can be put into. But it's, maybe it, it could be like proprietary, though. I mean, if I could use the GoV app with a Siri shortcut, then that would be fine. You can. Okay. But like I said, oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I haven't looked at it yet. I, you know, that was a test just to see if we still had to say S lady. And yeah, I guess we still do. <laughs> the new version of iOS, you, you don't have to say hey in front of it anymore. And so, yeah, you can toggle that on or off, though, if you want. That's something I, I actually did a little bit of a hack just speaking of that. I have. I have Hey S Lady turned on for my HomePod, and I have just S Lady turned on for my phone so that if I'm walking around the house and I want to be using my phone, I say one or the other. You know what I mean? I'm still experimenting with it, if that's the way it really works or not. Yeah, so (laughs) this is the light show. (laughs) We really, really like our LED lights. We're having a lot of fun with this, and we encourage you to try this out. 
Do you have any other LED themed or related items on your uh, um, geekiest gift guide? Not lights, but I do have, this is coming tomorrow as we record this. So I can't tell you how good or bad it might be. Hopefully it will be good because it got a lot of really good reviews. But again, I'm susceptible. I was listening to... Impressionable. Yeah. I was listening to Tim Robertson on TechFan a couple days ago. And just in passing, he was mentioning a digital picture frame. And Uh that just planted the bug in my head. (laughs) That's all it took, huh? And I said to my husband, you know, I'm thinking about buying a digital picture frame. And he goes, oh, yeah. That, I goes, I, I, I saw that in so-and-so's house. I really liked that. I like how the pictures were turning. And it was it was interesting. I like that. I said, okay. So I bought one. This one is called a digital picture frame by Paloon, P-U-L-L-O-O-N. It's 10.1 inches, Wi-Fi, has a touch screen, has 32 gigs of built-in storage. You can also add either a USB stick or an SD, uh, SD card if you want to add more pictures. And the thing, this really won't be applicable to us, but maybe for someone like you, Melissa, is you can send pictures to the frame. So if you got one, say, for your dad, and you sent it to him all set up, and you just said to him, plug it in, you would then get a code that you would use to send pictures. So anytime you had new pictures of the kids, you could just send it to him and boom, it shows up on the frame. I will say I actually have a little tiny bit of experience with this. I did help a client set up one of these. I don't know if it was this exact brand. It sounds like it would it would be very, very similar with a, a name like that. Um, but yeah, they set it up and, and that's how it works for them. Their kids send them pictures and it shows up on their frame. And they connect it to Wi-Fi. So yeah, I have, it does, it looks nice. The only thing I will say is that what I've noticed, this is one observation that I have, is that when you want to send pictures to this frame, you have to be mindful about how you crop the photos. Because what I what I noticed is that some of the pictures that their kids sent them were not horizontal, they were portrait instead. So if you're keeping, say you're keeping the picture frame mounted on your wall or in your, or it's, it's uh, standing up on your desk and it's in landscape or horizontal mode, and then they send you a picture that's in portrait mode, depending on how it's cropped, the head might get cut off of the person in the picture. You know what I mean? So I would say send a couple of test images till you get the hang of how it's going to look like that because you know it's going to go on it's going to be on a loop on a slideshow and so i noticed that in their grouping of pictures as it was playing through the slideshow you know a lot of them looked really great because they were in horizontal mode and then a couple came in as portrait mode but because of the way that they were cropped the person's head was like <laughs> the top of their head was cut off and it just wasn't it it looked kind of goofy for a couple seconds in that in that mode so so I would be mindful about, you know, maybe one tactic could be like, okay, you know, just say, I'm going to keep this in in portrait mode, so only send me portrait mode pictures. Or if you're going to send me a, a landscape, have, you know, a color bar on the top or the bottom, you know, make sure that it's cropped so that it still fits in portrait, but that there's actually, you know, uh, it could be just a black, you know, just have it in a black frame 
when you crop it, make sure that you have black on the top and black on the bottom mm-hmm. or vice versa. Tell them I'm going to keep this in landscape mode. So when you send me a portrait picture, make sure that it's cropped so that it will fit in landscape mode. You know, put a put a color ball on the left or the right and and see how that looks. But yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good gift idea especially for people who like pictures, you know. That this is a good gift for parents or aunts and uncles and and, and people like And that. I would also say do your research unless mm-hmm. someone tells you, "Hey, I've got this one and I love it." Yes. Exactly. If you're doing your own research, really check the prices because if I probably looked at five different ones and I ordered this yesterday and it's coming tomorrow. So I don't, you know, maybe next time we we record, I can tell you what we think of it. But well, tell me what all... the address is, and I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I have that to would, invite. Yeah, I have to invite mm-hmm. you. So I'll, yeah. we'll we'll do that for an experiment. Uh, but they were all basically the same thing. They use the same app to send the pictures. They're all the same, but they varied in prices by maybe twenty to thirty dollars. Oh, that's a pre- pretty big difference. And yeah. they all had really good reviews, so it wasn't like one had three out of five stars and the other ones had 4.9 out of five stars. They were all pretty much the same as far as the reviews, as far as ease of use. But for whatever reason, brand A was $70 and brand B was $50. So I went with the $50. Yeah, well, and and probably the cheaper ones are going to have apps that aren't supported very well, or they're not like English is not the first language and the instructions might be a little difficult to follow because I have worked with a few picture frames over the years with with various clients with varying degrees of success. (laughs) This one that was like this was more successful than say a different one where they we were just pulling our hair out because it just wouldn't do what we expected it to do. Um, yeah, and they do have some that are well over $100. And if that's what you want to get, that's great. But make sure that the features that it has are things you're going to use because you don't want to pay for features that you're not going to use. Right, and some of that price could be higher because maybe it has a better processor, a better antenna for Wi-Fi. It could be that the cheaper ones maybe don't connect to the internet very well. Or aren't very stable. So there's that to be considered. Yeah, definitely read the reviews. And you know what I'm going to say, you know, go to the app store and look at the reviews of the app that's associated with it and see what people are saying. Because so many times I've gone to, I wanted to get something, but I'll say, okay, there's going to be an app, an app that's associated with this. So I go and I look up the app. And then it turns out that the developer either A, abandoned the app and there hasn't been an update in five years. Or maybe they just pushed out an update and it broke a bunch of stuff. And there's a lot of people that are unhappy saying this used to work. Now it doesn't work. So anytime you get something like this where there's going to be an app involved, go look at the app in the app store and read what people are saying about it and and see what frustrations. Also look at how well the developer responds to the reviews, people, you know, asking questions or or giving it negative reviews. So and, and also look to see what kind of support there is. You know, those those are all things that I would say, especially if you're gifting this to someone else, and especially if that someone else is maybe of the vintage variety and maybe not so tech savvy, do the research on the front end of this and make sure that it's it's going to be something that will be enjoyable. But otherwise, yeah, terrific gift idea. Yeah. Now, with that order, I did order something else. Tom had mentioned that we need coasters for the sunroom. Uh-huh. Put our drink, put our drinks on. And I thought, wow, I've never bought a coaster in my life. I don't really, think. <laughs> because they've either been gifts 
uh-huh. or they came with a serving tray or something like that. It's like, wow, now we have to buy some coasters. <gasps> oh, these are cool. So I went on a put the digital frame in my cart and I said, all right, let me see what they have for coasters here. And then I found these and I said, I must buy these. These yeah, are these called are totally Home Edge coasters. Vinyl Record Coasters. Six pieces of retro style vinyl coasters. And they were $7. I thought, these are a really terrific gift for the music lover in your life. Yeah. It looks like a 45. And kids, if you don't know what a 45 is, ask your parents. <laughs> and in <laughs> the Google center, it. yeah, Google and in the, the center is where you put your drink. And they say things like, let me get up closer here. It says things like, tea time, don't spill tea. Uh, (laughs) No marks on the table by Apollo. (laughs) Rest on me. Rest on me. (laughs) Too hot to handle. You know, I bet you you could. I mean, the, there there is just a circle graphic, but I bet you you could use your your Mac and some, you know, either uh, Affinity Photo or Pages or something, and go make your own album artwork and put it in there. That would be fun. You probably could, but I'll pay the seven dollars and let them do yeah, it. Yeah, right. But I yeah, thought right. it was cute, so I said okay. And it's roughly the same price as buying wooden coasters. Yeah, so it's I said, a really good price. Yeah, I thought seven dollars. Yeah, I'm good. That's going in my cart. Damn it. Yeah. So I bought that. <laughs> so like I said, that comes tomorrow. And then the last thing I have on my list is buy yourself a puzzle. And a place that you can go look is puzzlewarehouse.com. I've already <laughs> ordered one puzzle there. I have one on my wish list. Personally, puzzle is a solo activity. I know there are some people who like to do it as a family or as couples or have the kid. I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> I don't know how you can be working on a puzzle and someone else is working on it with you. I would like lose my mind. I have to do them myself. So I bought from them a Red Sox puzzle that is, I think Melissa might be able to see it behind me. The one I'm working on now is from TV shows of the 1970s. Huh. And then what I'm going to do is in the sunroom over our door, the door leading out to the out to the backyard, because we had that extra length of light, we had to bring the light across the ceiling down equivalent to the side of the door, across the top of the door, and back up. So we have this rectangle. And I'm going to buy a Monet puzzle of water lilies. Oh, that'll be fantastic. I'm looking at this one right now that I want. It's a stained glass butterfly. And it's in the shape of a butterfly. It's not just a rectangle. They do have ones that are shapes. I've never seen anything like that before. They have one I'm looking at now that looks like a fan. Huh, there's one that's shaped like a woodpecker. And it's got 300 pieces. That is really cool. You put yeah. that puzzle together and then now you because you have it mounted on, on the wall behind you, are you do you have glue that you use to put them together? I think Mod I asked po- you about this before. Yeah, Mod Podge. Mod Podge. Okay. So I just so I I my I pulled the I built the puzzle on the table that's downstairs, our old kitchen table. And then when I'm done, I slide a piece of cardboard underneath, you know, from a box. Mm-hmm. And then I have I bought a jar of Mod Podge and a foam brush, and I pour it on, and you just coat it edge to edge, give that a day to dry, flip it over, do the back, then I flip it over, I'll do the front one more time, and then the back one more time. This is a great idea. And you can frame idea. it if you want to. What I mm-hmm. do is I just take clips, I put thumbtacks in the wall, and just hang the clip 
on the thumbtack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great way to decorate your room. Yeah. yeah so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to order that. And I believe the shipping is $2.99. So it's not like it's outrageous shipping. If you spend $75, it's free. Hmm. It came relatively quickly. And they have so many themes. I mean, they've got um, floral and architecture and landscapes and Americana. They've just got all these different. So if they have they have thousands and thousands of puzzles. So you can you can uh, search by how many pieces do you want, what theme do you want, the complexity, and so you, yeah. And you have also a search bar if you say, well, I want blue flowers, or I want seventies music. You can do that. I, I told him, I, I have a friend who's really into Kiss, and I found <laughs> one that had a, a Kiss Christmas, and I sent him the link, and he texts me back. He goes, yeah, I bought it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Glad I could be of help. Right. Such an influencer. Yeah. Huh. Yep. So those are my suggestions. All what right. do you have for us? Well, I want to break up the monotony just a little bit. I'm moving things around a little bit here. Um I want to do a combination of some some actual products and then other more like experiences and um, maybe things that aren't so technology inclined. Um, I'm looking for, let's see, where is it? I have so many things on my list here. I'm going to try to go through these quickly, but I might skip over a few, but they'll be in the show notes so that you can look for them. Um, the first one I want to say that's not necessarily technology related. It's just something nice. I would say that technology has given us this gift. Um, This is a set of, I'll call them silk flowers, uh, but they're not, they don't have a silk feeling. They have what's called a real feel. So these are artificial tulips and they have them in different colors, but of course, you know what color I got them in. (laughs) Tell us what color did you get? (laughs) It's a, it's a really beautiful shade of purple. It's a purple tulip. And I think it's a set of eight. And I was just so impressed with these. I liked them so much that I actually got them for a gift for my mom for her birthday. But they are very, very realistic looking tulips. In fact, when you touch them, they almost feel kind of real. They have this real feel to them. So they're they're plastic, but they don't feel like... I'm just very, very picky about, about fake flowers. Like they have to be very convincing looking for me to get them and display them in my home. And these fit the bill. So it's just a set of eight of them, but even the stems look realistic. So they look so good when you put them in a, a vase and then instead of having to put water in there, in fact, when my mom got them, she, she faked out my, my stepdad. She, she started to pour water in there and then she's like, look, they're not real. So you don't have to water these. So you could get um, those little glass beads that you can put in the bottom of a vase to make it kind of have like a water look and feel to it and just put them in there. And the stems look really real. The leaves look really real. I just think they're they're beautiful. So, um, you know, that's just a nice kind of off the wall kind of a gift that's not necessarily tech related, but they are very con- convincing looking. They're the most realistic flowers that I've ever gotten. So that's one gift idea. Uh, the next couple of things on my list are going to be some book recommendations. My first book, um, and both of these I listen to as an audio book. So one of them is called uh, um, Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents by Isabel Wilkerson. It's a really, really good book about our our history. Um, It delves into the history of slavery 
and um, and racism. And I just thought it was very, very eye-opening and very educational. So if there's somebody on your list that might be interested in that. And then the other book that I read, and I and I say read as with air quotes, I, I listened to this as an audio book. But I will tell you uh, from this this book, I learned that I'm going to say that audiobooks are morally neutral. <laughs> and you'll know what that means when you read this book or listen to it, whichever you try, choose to do. The title of the book is called How to Keep House While Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing by Casey Davis. She's an LPC. Uh, she's a, a therapist or a counselor. And uh, she narrates it. And the thing I really appreciated about this book is that it's very accommodating. Um, it accommodates people who are neurodivergent, who have short attention span, a long attention span, whatever your style of learning is, you'll be able to listen to or read this book and be able to to keep up with it. And it had a lot of really helpful advice for people who are struggling with whether it's you know new motherhood or whether it's uh, caring for a parent. People who are struggling, it's, it's, it's a tight, she, she has a podcast called Struggle Care that I also really, really like. And it just helps you cope with um, lots of stress and things in your life. So if you know somebody that is struggling, this would be a good, a good gift or just something to gift yourself. This would be a, a good gift for you. Um, going back into the smart home slash technology geeky, uh, geekiest gift guide type things, I'm, I wanted to talk to you about smart plugs. So you have a couple of different types of smart plugs in your home, and I have a couple different types. And I thought we'd talk about the brands that we use. I did get a Philips brand when I first delved into this. That was the first smart plug that I got, and that is what created Monster, and I ended up buying more. Um, Philips is a really, really good brand. They are very pricey. They're worth it depending on what it is that you're doing with your home. Um, at the time when I had bought this, I wanted it for a smart TV and I wanted to make sure that it was a very, very good plug to plug in my, my old dumb TV. And it made it so that, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, if you've listened before, uh, that this takes something dumb and makes it smart. So any kind of a, you know, small little thing that you have around your house, I've used wax melts with smart plugs. So I have two wax melts that are plugged in, one in the kitchen at one end of the house and one in the living room at the other end of the house. And it kind of, you know, I use uh, soy wax melts and it fills the air with, with a nice fragrance and I can talk to them and I can say, hey, S lady, turn on uh, the kitchen wax melt. And once she says, okay, I've turned it on after that, then I say, turn, hey, S lady, turn the kitchen wax melt off in 30 minutes, and then it'll just shut itself off. And you do the same thing with the living room. And I've done that. These are, you know, the the items themselves, the wax melts are not smart. They're just regular things that you plug into the wall. But because I plugged them into one of these smart plugs, I can make them a smart device. Um, so like I said, the, the Philips is, is a bit pricey. I wouldn't use that with, say, a wax melt. But for a TV, you know, something that's a dumb TV that you want to make a smart TV, the Philips is nice. Just like when you were talking about the Govi app, you use that app and then you can see all the devices that are made by that brand. Um, so I really like that one. And then the brand that I got that's not so expensive is made by, the brand is called, let's see, how do I pronounce this? Vocolink? Vocolink. Yeah. And these are compatible with the three major ones, uh, Apple HomeKit and with Amazon and with Google. So you can use that with any of those platforms. 
And this that I had gotten at the time, now right now it's $40 for a four pack. So if you have a bunch of things in your house that you're thinking about, whether that be, you know, wax melts or um, what else do we use it for? Strip lights. I'm going to plug that into the kitchen. Um, what else do I have it plugged into? Oh, uh, our Christmas tree. <laughs> I have, and you can name them. So for example, I, I assigned it to the living room and I named the smart plug holiday light because uh, during Halloween, I had our inflatable two-headed dragon plugged into it. And now I have the Christmas tree plugged into it. So I just say, hey, S lady, either I say at the end of the night, I say, turn off the living room and it powers everything off, whether it's the wax melt, the tree, the TV, anything that's plugged into a smart outlet, it will turn off. Or I could just say, hey, when it's, when it's time to turn on the Christmas tree, turn on the holiday light. And so whatever holiday light is plugged into that outlet will will come on or off. Um, so like I said, right now, this Vocolink set is a set of four for around $40. And right now there's a, a $6 coupon. So and they have them in one pack, two pack, three pack and four pack. So those would make really good stocking stuffers for, say, teenagers or people in your family that you know have a, a device that you want to convert into a smart device. These are nice and small enough to pop into a stocking. So these would make really good stocking stuffers, <sighs> smart outlets. <laughs> You're buying one, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I only have two, though actually one's yeah. not in use right now, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Wait till we're done recording to review your shopping cart there, little lady. Yeah, really. I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the tab open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got smart plugs. That's on my geekiest gift guide. Uh, next, I have two links here. One is, the, this is called Basus. I, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's made by Basus. It's a MagSafe car mount charger. So this is a wireless charger. You, I mean, it's not technically wireless. You still have to plug the wire for it into your USB um, outlet in your car. If you don't have a USB outlet in your car, I do have something else on the list somewhere down further. Um, it is a car charger, USB-C. Now this one that I had purchased has one of each. It has a USB-C and it has a USB-A, I believe. This is, you know, remember we used to call them the cigarette lighter. I think they now call it, the, the politically correct term is now, what is it, the 120 volt uh, outlet in your car? I, I still remember. call it the cigarette lighter, but I don't think I have one. No, not sure. really? Okay. If, it, you if I do, have, it's hidden somewhere. Yeah, or it could be like in the back of the car somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, you know me, I have this 20-year-old car that I'm driving. So I, I tend to try to take old dumb things and try to make them smart. And I, I like this, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit. And I'm talking about the the charger adapter. It's made by Anchor, and I'll just give you a heads up. I really like the Anchor brand. Thanks, Kevin. It's all your fault. <laughs> um, he's turned me on to, to Anchor products. They're made really, really well. I mean, they cost a little bit less than Apple products. Well, sometimes a lot less if you get them on sale. They have really good pricing, and they're just made really well. They're packaged really well, and I, I think they're incredibly reliable. I'm really, really happy with the Anchor products that I've gotten. So um, Anchor should be a sponsor of the show. So if you're listening, anybody from Anchor, hello, send us an email, podcastgeekyshowever.com. And we love your products and keep talking about them. So there's going to be quite a few on the list here. So this is the USB-C card charger adapter. And like I said, it does have a USB-A port and it has a USB-C port for those people in the family like us where we still have people who are charging with USB-A 
And there's still devices that that you might get. Like, for example, I did get a dash cam that I'll talk about in a future episode and that I don't think has USB-C. So this is really good for those devices you might be plugging into your car that still have USB-A, but also so you can charge your USB-C compatible devices as well. So that's something you might want to get for people who you know have that situation going on. And so back to the basis MagSafe car mount, I originally had gotten, I didn't know that they had a charger available. So I had gotten the one that doesn't have the charger because I was just plugging it into my cigarette lighter. And then I saw that they had a wireless uh, car charger and I got that. And I'm very happy with both of these, um, especially the MagSafe uh, wireless charger. And it mounts with a piece of Velcro. And you know me, I have tested so many of these things that I'm just like crazy about it because it's so, so hot here. And we have the sun just like beating down on things. And so anything that I'm going to put near or on my dashboard, it has to work. And it's got to be something that will that won't just disintegrate in the sun. And I've been using this for a year now. So, so far, so good because I got the non-car charger version last year. And so this year I got the car charger version. And it is just so liberating to just be able to stick my phone on this and just not even have to think about it. I don't have to plug anything in. I just set this on. It 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 stays attached with a magnet. Another thing that was a consideration was uh, road vibration. So I had gotten my husband a a type of car charger that goes into the CD slot that we don't use anymore because we use Apple Music. And uh, he did not have a MagSafe phone at the time. Now he does. But at the time, what would happen is the vibration would make make it so that it kept losing its connection. So as you're driving, you keep hearing this bing, bing. It was really, really annoying. This does not have that problem. This is really, really great. It's very solid. You just stick the phone on there and it just stays on there. There's there's no amount of vibration. It stays put. And, and it, like I said, it comes off with a piece of Velcro. So for example, when I, um, because I mean, they're not super cheap. Um, I want to say I paid like $20 for it on sale, but it's not something that I want to get stolen or that I want to lose. Or let's say I might want to put it in a different car someday. So it comes off with Velcro. So if I take my car to say a mechanic or a car wash or, you know, something where I have to leave my car unsupervised, I just pull it right off and then I just stick it right back on with, with Velcro and it works really, really well. So I really like that. Again, this this could be a stocking stuffer. I mean, you could wrap this up as a present. It would fit in a stocking. It's a little on the large side, but it would still fit into a stocking. And right now, both versions have a 5% coupon. There you go. So they're Save on sale. Save a couple of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. Um, let's see. Let me go through my anchor stuff real quick um, because <laughs> a lot of people I don't know about are real quick, but <laughs> yeah, I know looking at the list, I might not mention all of them. Again, you can go to the show notes and view these. Again, these are all going to be stocking stuffer type things because they're rather small, um, but they are things that people will find really useful. Like, for example, people who are um, maybe they got a new Mac and now they only have USB-C or Thunderbolt ports on the side of their Mac and they might still have a hard drive or or something that still has a USB-A uh, cable to it. Well, you can get a two-pack of Anchor USB-C adapters and just convert those cables. So short and quick to the point. Again, nice and tiny, fits in a stocking. Um, another thing, let's see, another thing that would fit into a stocking would probably be this charger. There's an Anchor portable charger. I reviewed this on a previous podcast episode. If you do a search for Anchor on our website, you'll probably come across it. This is a 
10,000 milliamp uh, power bank, USB-C. It's got USB-C and USB-A ports on it. It's called a PowerCore 10,000 Redo. It's the Anchor Portable Charger. Um, that would make a good stocking stuffer. It will weigh the stocking down a little bit. It's a little on the heavy side, but it's made very, very well. Really good for portable charger for kids like mine who are always gaming and constantly running their batteries down. Let's see, what else? Um, another thing for travel that I really, really love, this would be not necessarily a stocking stuffer, something more of something that you would wrap. There's two versions of these. I'll have them both in the show notes, but they are a foldable three-in-one wireless charging station. These, again, they're made by Anchor. One of them is newer than the other. One of them has a uh, USB-A plug that plugs into the wall, and the other one has USB-C and there, you got to read the description because the newer one is made for the newer phones. I think you can still use the older one with the newer phones. I don't know that it would really charge any slower or faster, but I think it's the idea that it's USB-C so that it kind of matches and coordinates with all of your other USB plugs and things like that. Um, and again, we've talked about this in the past. I these We traveled with these and they worked amazingly well. They fold down nice and flat. They fit in our suitcases or our, just our, our bags, like our shoulders, satchels. They're nice and flat and we just use them on our, on our bed stands. So we use them, you know, daily. And then when we travel, we just unplug them and put them in our bags and take them with us. And it's the same kind of thing. And they charge all three devices, the iPhone, they charge your watch and your AirPods all at the same time. And um, if you look at the pictures, they'll show you that the iPhone lays on it, you know, it, it props it up so it's on an angle. It goes on it in portrait mode. But with that new feature we were talking about before, where when you turn it sideways and put it on the charger, and it gives you the, what is it called? What is that feature called? The standby? Yes, thank you. Standby mode. Um, it will work with standby mode. So I wasn't sure that it was going to work, and it does. So I can I can clarify that that does that does work, and I really like that feature. So again, there's two of those on there that I have on the list. What else do I have from Anchor? Uh, the Nano Pro charger. <laughs> and of course, I got it in the lavender color. I have quite a few things from Anchor that are purple that make me really, really happy. Oh, this one is on sale. It's 13. Oh, my God. It's $13.99 with a 10% off coupon. Go grab one of these. This is the USB-C charger block. It's a 20 watt. It's the Anchor 511 Charger Nano Pro. And this, again, is for people who are moving over to the USB world of things. Um, so it's a USB-C charge um, charger that you plug into the wall and you plug your USB-C cable into it. I like to keep this in my purse and it coordinates with something else that I have on the list. Um, it comes in, let's see, it comes in, what do they call it? Arctic white, black. I have the cool lavender color. It comes in glacier blue, misty blue, and powder pink. So it's just fun. I mean, this is just a cute little stocking stuffer, probably really, really great for teenagers or just purple fanatics like me. And then I use that, I keep that in my purse and I use that along with the magnetic battery. So this is also in the cool lavender. This is the Anchor Magnetic Portable Charger, 5,000 milliamp hours, wireless portable 
charger with USB-C cable. This is just a battery pack. And I think I've shown it to you in the past where it does, it fits on, it works with my iPhone 12 mini that my husband uses now. It works with my iPhone 15 Pro. It does hang off the edge just a little bit, but not enough that it bothers me. Um, and so this is just a battery pack that is just magnetic and you just stick it on the back of your phone uh, that has MagSafe on it. If your phone doesn't have MagSafe, you have to get a case that has the MagSafe ring. I have a case that protects my phone that has the MagSafe ring and this sticks on there remarkably well. This is really great for, again, it's a stocking stuffer. It'll fit in your stocking. This is really great for the shutter bug that, that's in your family or that you're friends with because, you know, as you're taking lots of pictures over the holidays, this is definitely something good. I mean, it's 40 bucks. It's not, you know, expensive as far as um, battery packs go. Does it last a long, long time? No, but it's just enough for those long days where you're going to be shooting a lot of uh, pictures and your battery might run down from taking videos or taking pictures. And again, perfect for the holidays. So pop this in somebody's stocking stuffer and then they can have fun taking pictures all day long. So like which I said, they can I, then send yeah. to the photo frame. Exactly. Exactly. See, full yes. circle. Full circle. Totally full circle. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. So like I said, I got this in the cool lavender. It has some of the same colors, not as many of, of the color choices as in the charger that goes with this. Um, but they do have it in black, blue, green, and the purple one that I got and a white color. So you can coordinate the little charger along with this and get a USB-C cable. Well, if you have one of the newer iPhones, you're gonna have that USB-C cable. So you only need that one cable, this this charger and this wireless battery pack and you have a full, you know, full service um, wireless solution for charging that all coordinate with each other. Uh, let's see, what else did I get that was Anchor? Let me look through my Anchor list real quick here. So I told you about the adapter. I told you about the foldable chargers. I told you about the power bank. I told you about the nano charger. Uh, let's see. I told you about the wireless charger, the US, the um, USB and US, USB-A cigarette lighter charger, the magnetic. I think that was it for Anchor, believe it or not. So those are all be on our show notes. Let me go back up to the top of my list here. I told you about the smart plugs, the MagSafe charger. Um, I would recommend AirPods Pro second gen. I do have those in USB-C. I love them. They have the volume control on the stems that, that go in your ears. So if you are inclined to get someone a, a nice, uh, this is on the pricier side. Again, it would fit in a stocking, but these are, you know, depending on when you get them on sale. I have seen them go as low as 189. So I grabbed them when they, when they got down to that price and I've seen them, you know, full price. So check in and make sure that you're getting them for the sale price. But AirPods Pro 2, the second generation, um, these are the ones that have the, the USB-C on the, on the case. In fact, I did just see an article not recently, just recently the other day where Apple's now going to also sell you a $99 case that has USB-C in case you're like OCD like me and you, like everything has to be USB-C. <laughs> you can get you you can use your existing AirPods Pro and just get the the, the wireless or what am I trying to say the the USB-C case if you need to. Um, but it, you know, if you want to save some money on them, and you don't mind the lightning version, I'm sure that those are going to be discounted as well, because those are going to be phased out eventually. And I mean, 
if you're gonna if you're gonna use lightning, you can always get a converter for it. I'm sure Anchor will make something like that too. The thing that I like about these, in addition to the volume control that's on the stem, I think we both have the same version now, right? But I think you might have the lightning version. I have lightning. Yeah, so it's the same exact thing. Um, but I like being able to control the volume on the stem. I like that I can charge these. I can plug these into my my iPhone 15 Pro and charge them that way with the USB-C. Um, I can also uh, place these. I think I've tried this before. I think if I'm just resting it on the table, I can charge these on my uh, battery pack. And you can charge these with a Apple Watch charging puck. So I, that's what I like about about those because you can charge them up that way. So yeah, so AirPods Pro second gen. And then there was something, oh, and then to go with those, these are another tiny little stocking stuffer. It seems very insignificant, but it really makes a big difference for people who have sensitive ears like me. I recommend these memory foam tips. Uh, these are like 10 bucks. They're, they're made by a company called Lanwow. They're premium memory foam tips for AirPods Pro. They are no, they're not silicone, they're memory foam. I tried going for about a month with the, the regular silicone tips, and I just, I don't know, they made my ears itch. They were just not very comfortable, but I put these memory foam tips on, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, I just love them. I just, I sometimes I even forget that I have the AirPods in my ears. They don't cause any fatigue. They make it really comfortable. The only, only caveat I will say is that they are a little bit bulkier and they do make it so that when you go to pop your Air, your AirPods back into the case, you want to make it, you know, you want to wiggle a little bit and make sure that it gets a really good seating because it does add a tiny little bit of bulk to it. The lid still closes. They still charge just fine, but you just want to make sure that they're seated properly. Um, <laughs> I will say they do have them in different colors. They have them in black. They have them in uh, gray color. They do have them in purple, but they were $15 and I wasn't going to pay the purple tax on them this time. And they do have them in red also. So kind of cool that they have them in different colors. They have a, it's a whole set of assorted sizes. So you're bound to find a size that fits you just right. So those are another good little tiny stocking stuffer. Another little stocking stifer, just because, you know, we'll keep with the whole purple fanatic theme. <laughs> uh, this is my mom actually got this for me off my wish list. Um, mm, the company name is, is a little uh, hard to pronounce. I'll take a stab at it. Let's say Samarillin. I don't know. You're going to have to go look at it on, on the show notes. Samarillin. Yeah, Samuelin maybe. Uh, this is a stretchy watch band. These are compatible with Apple Watch. 38 millimeter, all the sizes basically, 38, 40, 41, 42, 44, 45, 49. So it's compatible with all of the, uh, all of the, pretty much all of the Apple Watches. I don't think there's any of them that it's not compatible with. Nine bucks, there's a 5% coupon. It comes in a bunch of different colors. Of course, I have the purple. This is, what I really like is it's, it's very, it's like a woven band. I wear this all the time. I've been wearing this for over a year now. And I'm one of those people that has a metal allergy. It does have a metal um, adjuster clip on it, but it doesn't bother my skin because the way that it's constructed, the metal never really touches my skin. Um, and so that's the only part on it that's metal besides the clips that go into the watch. I love these because you can hike it up your wrist and wash your hands and not you know, worry about getting your, your watch band all wet and have it being sitting there soggy on your skin. And it's purple and you can get it in a bunch of different colors. 
Um, it looks really nice. It's held up really, really well. It has not frayed at all. The only little bit of wear that I can see on it is maybe the, the little adjuster band that you can see some of the, the black paint that's wearing off a little bit. But other than that, it, it looks great. It looks it looks just like the day that I took it out of the package. Um, for, for under $10, it's a really great stocking. So this is for... the kind you just put right over your wrist. Yep. Yeah, can you see that? It's just stretchy. And see, it's woven. It's got a nice weave to it. Yeah. Because the one thing I do like about this is how it's adjustable. I have yep. one of those bands, that an Apple band, but it's starting to stretch out because mm. you're stretching it mm -hmm. out to put it over your wrist and then it's you know sucking back down. Yep. And I noticed that's the one I usually wear when I'm on cruises and going to the beach just in case the ocean decides to take me away because mm -hmm. my watch will stay on yes <laughs> so, yeah i might so be gone but like my watch it. won't be it's very secure i don't feel like it's going to come off at all and okay it so does, it looks like it, i'm buying something else <laughs> another tab that's staying open yeah there's a multicolored one in there that looks really nice i think you'd like too i mean nine dollars yeah, and a five yeah. percent coupon yeah, I might actually just get this in some other colors. I mean, I love my purple, but there's occasionally times where I do want to change it up a little bit. And I still have, you know, the cheapy like silicone ones that, that you know, are kind of like the plastic kind. But I just love this this weave so much better. It's so much more comfortable. I don't, it, I don't ever feel like, like I said, I, I hike it up my wrist when I wash my hands so I don't end up with a soggy wristband. And even when I sweat, it doesn't feel, you know, like when you wear the, the silicone ver version, it just, if you sweat, it makes it feel kind of icky. So yeah, I like this a lot better. It's a lot more breathable. It's easy to clean. Um, it comes in a bunch of different colors. It stays pretty true to its size. Occasionally, you know, from taking it on and off, um, when I put it on the morning, I just make sure that I take the little buckle and just kind of ratchet it back a little bit. But other than that, it doesn't it doesn't get loose over time. I, I, it stays on my wrist. It makes maintains a really good connection. I just, I really, really love it. So that's another really good little stocking stuffer. Let's see. I'm starting to get, believe it or not, getting close to the end of my list here. And we're starting to get to the end of this. Let me see what else I have. Um, here's another one that's sort of technology related, sort of not. A cooling gel seat cushion for long sitting. I am actually sitting on it right now. And I've had it for a couple of days now. I like it. I like it a lot. It does compress quite a bit, but then after you don't sit on it for a while, it comes back and it is memory foam. So this is a cooling gel seat cushion for long sitting memory foam chair pillow for sciatica pain relief. It says orthopedic gel and memory foam. It's a coccyx cushion. Um, so yeah, I got that when it was on sale. They make it in gray and black. So for the person in your life that sits at a computer for long hours, this might be a good, a good gift for them that you can wrap up. Okay, what else? Uh, let's see. I think is that it? Did I get them all? Did I get them all? I think I'm. Oh, okay. Couple more things. Couple little things. Oh, wouldn't be complete unless I talked about pop sockets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't forget pop sockets. This is probably one of my most favorite things. This is a pop socket wallet. It's MagSafe, so it clips onto the, it just sticks onto the back of your phone with the magnet. Um, it does have the kind of pop socket that comes off. If you twist it, you can take it off and swap it with another pop top. They call them, and uh, it's it's worked out really well, really well. It was very very tight in the beginning. I had a hard time 
trying to get everything in there that I wanted to put in there, but I'm showing it to Elisa here. Do you see how it just pops up there? So you can see yeah. what I did. If you look at the picture, I did change out the pop socket top. And this one, this camera uh, lighting is horrible, but it has a, it's a marble, purple marble uh, topper on it. And you just push up the bottom and your cards slide up and you pull your cards out. And I'm able to keep that uh, ridiculous, heavy titanium card in here. And I'm able to put my Apple card, my insurance card, uh, my uh, $20 bill, and my license in there. And I still have room for probably one more card. And it is nice and tight. It's like just tight enough. It's not so tight that you can't get the cards in and out. And it's not so loose that they're going to fall out. And you're not worried about anything falling out? Nope, never. They're they're nice and tight in there. And I can just I can just pop one out when I need it and get them back in there. And, and does it fit in, in your pocket? Can you put that in your back pocket? Yep, because you see how it folds down? Yeah. It's nice and slim. This this is so small. This would fit into if you have uh, denim jeans with a tiny little pocket. I haven't worn them in years, but you know how there's that little small like pocket watch pocket? This might fit in there. It might. Depending on what size, you know, what size jeans you're wearing. But this might fit in that front pocket. But it is nice and small. I mean, it is it's smaller than the palm of my hand. Mm, it's basically okay. the size of a credit card. If you if you hold up a credit card to it. If you take out the, you know, the bank, the, uh, the Apple card, I mean, it's, it's that big. So, and it's just, it's nice and thin. I mean, it's really, let's see, I would say it's, if I had to guess, I don't have one in front of me right now, but I, if I had to guess, I would say if you stacked maybe two to three nickels on top of each other, it's about that thickness, I would say. So. So this is the PopSocket MagSafe wallet. Of course, I got it in lavender, and they have them in different colors. And like I said, you can swap the pop tops on the back of them. And then speaking of pop tops, I wanted to share that a while ago, I had gotten a nice sparkly pop top that had glitter in it, and you could twist it and turn it and use it like a fidget. I really, really find that really helpful uh, for when I'm sitting there stuck in, you know, waiting rooms or talking to a doctor or something and you twist it and turn it and it would have all this glitter and it was kind of in this, this oily watery substance. And it was really cool. And I had it for just under a year. And then one day I went to fidget with it and the sparkles weren't moving anymore. And I was like, what is going on? And, and I, I looked and I couldn't see any, any holes in it or any cracks in it, but it must've gotten cracked just enough to the point where the the liquid in it evaporated. And so I thought, well, you don't get what you don't ask for. So I emailed the PopSocket company and I showed them, you know, I had bought this. I showed them my receipt from Amazon that I purchased it. And they gave me a gift card to buy a replacement. So I was really, really thrilled with that. So I just wanted to share that, that I just think PopSockets is a really great company. If you read, you know, on their website, you can see what they're all about and the things that they support. Um, so I'm just been really happy with the PopSocket products. I've, I've gotten quite a bit of them. So that's another cute little stocking stuffer. And then I guess my, I should have saved that for last. It's second to last. Um, there's another, there's two more things left. One of them is another, this is another uh, stocking stuffer sized item. And this is another MagSafe item. This is made by Stouchy. It's a Stouchy continuity camera mount for desktop monitor. And I'm using it right now. I have my, this works really, really great with your iPhone and continuity. 
And um, especially if you have an older Mac that doesn't have a really good webcam in it, my new M1, it's not so new anymore, <laughs> my M1 MacBook Pro has does have a really good camera, but it's over to the right of me. And so when I ha want to have a really good, unlike this that we're doing right now, where I'm using my old webcam because I need to have my iPhone with me, that's the only downside. If you're going to mount your iPhone on top of your display, make sure that you're not going to use your iPhone for something that you need to talk about, which we'll talk about soon. Um, but this is something that clips to the top of your monitor or your display. And then you just put your MagSafe uh, iPhone or like what I'm using right now is I have an older iPhone and I just bought a really cheap um, case that goes on it that has the MagSafe ring in it. And so I don't need to be charging it. I have it plugged into a lightning cable right now. So I'm, I'm repurposing an old iPhone for that. And I just have that resting on top of my display. And then you can use like camo or something like that. Like I'm, I'm having an issue with the autofocus. But other than that, it works really well for using your iPhone as a webcam. And it's mounted on top of your, uh, your display. Now, there is a new feature with the newer with an Apple TV and the new version of FaceTime. So if you have the latest version of all of the operating systems, uh, tvOS and iOS, you can now use your iPhone as a webcam on top of your TV. And it's really, really cool. I did try it with my dad a couple days ago, and it worked out really well. The only problem with ours is that our when I was talking about our brand new TV that we got, it's mounted up and it's pretty high up close to the ceiling. But I do have a little shelf that my HomePod mini sits on and I just put the camera in a mount there. So I can either just use my my pop socket or I've used um, this doohickey that I'm talking about, this magnetic mount, and it will stand on its own. So you can perch it on top of your monitor or you can fold it in such a configuration that you can use it as just a, a stand to put your iPhone on. And it's really, really cool to be able to just put your phone on this mount set it on a shelf or or hang it on the top of your flat screen TV if you can you know fold it and it fits that way and then just sit on the couch and you can have a FaceTime call and you see the person on the TV and I even asked him I was like is your voice feeding back because you know the the phone microphone is right near the speakers and there must be some kind of apple magic that it does because there was none of that I could just literally sit my phone there sit on the couch. And this is a really cool thing. If you have a, a more recent phone, I don't know when it started doing this, but you know how there's a little bit of a gyroscope with the cameras? It's for so that you don't have the shakiness. Um, the If you move just a little bit to the left or right, like let's say you're like me and you're talking with your, your hands and you're demonstrating something, the camera will actually follow you and keep, it's called center stage, I believe. And it'll keep you centered or not centered, but like it'll follow you as you walk around so that you don't go out of the frame. That's it's what actually, FaceTime does. Yeah, First time yeah, I saw that, I went, yeah. whoa. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what this is. It's FaceTime, but with your Apple TV. So you're using a FaceTime call on your iPhone, but you, you do something where you, you tap a button, you say, move the call to the TV. And so the person that you're talking to ends up on your big screen TV and if you have a big screen TV and almost, you know, it's kind of like you're having a nice face to face conversation with somebody almost in life size. So it, it, you, you got to try it. It's really, really fun. I, I don't I don't think you don't have an Apple TV. I don't no. know what else this would work with besides an Apple TV. But trust me, it's really, really it's a really cool feature. So if you do have an Apple TV and you do have a, a an iPhone that is capable of, of utilizing this feature, 
get this Stouchy continuity camera mount and just have a lot of fun with it. Again, this is a, a great little stocking stuffer. It's perfect for the holidays because lots of people are going to be, you know, far apart from each other. And if you want to have a really good quality FaceTime conversation, this will really help out with that. And then let's see, the last thing that I have is called Nerd Wax. Have you ever heard of Nerd Wax, no, Elisa? No, I have not. <laughs> Sounds kind of goofy, right? Uh, if you take a look at this, it's on sale right now for 20 bucks. This is a, and again, these are great little stocking stuffers. Get yourself a four pack of Nerd Wax and pop one of these little tubes. It's, it's kind of, it looks like lipstick. It's not lipstick, but it looks like a lipstick tube and just Put a couple of these in, in your family stocking stuffers. What this is, is just like what it sounds like. It's wax. It's in a tube. You twist it up and you put it on your glasses, the inside nose pieces of your glasses, and your glasses stay put. No more sliding down your face. And especially for us desert dwellers where you're out and about and you have to wear sunglasses everywhere. And so you're sweating. If you put this stuff on your on your glasses, it will just keep it put on your nose. And I have my friend Cindy to thank for this, who turned me on to it. And so now I buy it as gifts for everybody. So thank you, Cindy. <laughs> so that is Nerd Wax Glasses Wax. And this, uh, the one that I have in the show notes, this is a four pack. This is the best value. Get a four pack and pop them in everybody's stockings. All right, I think I am at the end of my list. Um, yeah, so if there's anything that I missed, I will put them in the show notes and I will try to get it into the show notes that show up on the podcast. So be looking for that. And if you hear me say that, definitely ta uh, check out the show notes that I put and you should be able to tap on the links. I'm going to try really hard to make sure that that works. And if it's not you can send us feedback and tell us what things you liked, what things you ended up getting for your friends and family and your loved ones. Uh, let us know what your favorite was from our Geekiest Gift Guide. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us, podcast at geekiestshowever.com. We have it on our website. There's a little contact tab you can click on and fill out a form and that will email us. So contact us that way. Uh, send us your favorites. Where else can they get a hold of us, Elisa? I think we're social somewhere. Yeah. If they go on Mastodon, we are at Geekiest Show Ever at techhub.social. For Melissa, it's at themacmommy at mastodon.cloud or themacmommy.com. You can find me on Mastodon at senseidai at mastodon.social. And we are also on Twitter at Geekiest Show. So with that, we want to thank you so much for listening. We wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate, and we're wishing all of you a safe, happy, and healthy new year. We're taking a few weeks off to enjoy the holidays and the kids being home, and we will be back in January. So see you in a few weeks' time, and until then, please stay safe. Mr. David Cohen and myself, Tim Robertson, would like to invite you, dear listeners, to listen to the 500th episode of the Tech Fan Podcast coming out next week. We are, as they say, classing it up a little bit. Okay. 
All right. Trust me. All right with the music. Thank you.